Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and today's guest is Amanda Testa. And Amanda is a sex, love, and relationship expert and founder of Find Your Feminine Fire. Her methods bridge ancient tantric tools combined with the latest in neuroscience to help high-performing women ditch the guilt and unworthiness and embody confidence, radiance, and vitality in all areas of their life. And I'm about to introduce you to Amanda, who helps women reconnect to their feminine fire. And this is so important because things like childbirth can have us looking at our bodies like, what the heck happened and whose body is this? Or we can have a betrayal experience that slams our confidence too. How do you get that confidence back? Amanda's going to tell us. Here she is. Okay, everybody, you are just in for such a treat because I have Amanda Testa with us today. And it was really exciting because even just the brief little conversation we had right before I hit record had me know, hit record because you don't want to just lose all this great stuff that we're going to capture during this conversation. So we're going to be talking about body betrayal. We're going to be talking about self-esteem. We're going to be talking about just everything having to do with that internal, that fire that can go out so often, but how we can get it back. So welcome, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me, Debbie. So, you know, we started talking a little bit just right before um, I started, the, like I said, before I hit record, and we were talking about how our body can betray us after, let's see, we've had, listen, I've had four kids, so you, your body is not the same body you had be- before children. And you said that you have a lot of clients who struggle with that. Talk to me about that. Yes, definitely. And I see this all the time because after a new big experience, like having a baby, um, a lot of times our bodies will go through these changes and we are like, what is going on? Not only that, you know, our lives are totally turned around. And for many women, it's, I mean, it's always a beautiful thing to become a parent, but the other part of it that a lot of times isn't talked about is how, you know, the struggles around redefining who you are and kind of coming to terms with your body, it it might not be responding like it once did, or the things that you maybe did before aren't working anymore, and you're not having the desire that you once had, and all these kind of things that can happen. And so I see this often, and what will happen too is that we're so busy taking care of everyone else in our lives and tending to our families and our children that we neglect ourselves in the process. Mm. And And as we do that, and I, and it's so true. We get so busy with the kids and there's, they, they have needs and demands and we take care of them. And then if we're working, we're dealing with that too. And then our partners were, we're working on that too. And if there's any time energy left, it seems that's when we take care of ourselves. But of course, by that time, um, you know, it, by the time it's our turn, we have nothing left. So how do you then help someone who's in that kind of position? Yeah, so I actually am a sex, love, and relationship coach, and I kind of came to this work through my own experience of when my daughter was around 18 months old, and I just remember waking up feeling so resentful and so overwhelmed before the day even began, and I just remember one morning kind of shuffling into the bathroom, tripping over toys, and like cussing as I was kicking things out of the way. Um, I'm the only one that does anything around here, you know, those things that you can say to yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I just looked, went to the bathroom and I was just looking at myself and I just really had zero connection with the woman looking back at me. I was like, who is this woman? And I just in that moment made this commitment to myself that I would do everything in my power to find her again and follow all the breadcrumbs that came my way. 
So, and I was doing all the things that I thought were right for myself. You know, I was exercising, I was involved in the community, I was taking care of myself, I thought, um, but still something was missing. And it was this, just this kind of a, a void and a pain that I felt where I think a lot of the resentment and anger was coming from. So I came across my teacher and I started studying with the Tantric Institute of Integrated Sexuality for four years. And I really learned how to connect with myself again and how to communicate and how to ask her what I needed and how to learn what that even was. For me, it was, you know, I think I just had kind of lost my identity after becoming a mother and I wasn't sure who I was. I had I had a great corporate job before I had my daughter and decided to stay home with her, which is a beautiful blessing and such a privilege to be able to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know through that, I think I went from being type A at work to being type A at the mother. And if everything wasn't right and perfect, then I was wrong. And so kind of through that, I realized like there's just kind of a simple process that you can go through to reconnect to yourself again and kind of, you know, not feel so betrayed by life. And I think that's another thing I hear from a lot of women that, you know, you check all the boxes, right? You, you get married, you have a family, you do all these things, and then you're supposed to be happy. But that's not always how it works, right? And, you know, and I want to just, it was such a, such a great thing that you, you said about um, reconnecting with yourself. And I think what happens with so many women is there's so much, they just, they just believe and I could lump myself into this category too, that that these are things we're just supposed to know and we're supposed to be automatically good at. Like, of course I could just have a bunch of kids and then be this, be completely connected to myself, but it's so easy not to. And I'm sure, I'm not sure, I I don't know why I'm just not saying it straight out. I, (laughs) and a lot of the listeners did not experience that where they felt very disconnected and they felt like, well, how the heck am I going to do this now? How do I go back and do my work and be good at every area of my life and to the best of my ability? So when you said you, you got some help around that, what do you mean? So as I committed to myself to follow any breadcrumbs that came across my path, I found this course from my teacher all around. It was kind of around sexuality. And so I thought, oh, this might just spice things up in the bedroom. And little did I know, It was so much deeper than that because really what it was about was connecting to your own sexuality. And this is not just about having sex. It's about connecting to that essence of who you are and your radiance and your life force. And so that for me was a huge eye-opening experience because I have kind of been conditioned that my sexuality or, you know, my body was for someone else's pleasure. Like during sex, oftentimes it would be, I was there, I would enjoy myself, but really it was more about the other person than me. You know, I was always concerned about my husband or versus my own pleasure. And I think this happens with a lot of women because we're not ever really taught how to find that for ourselves. And so that's for me was huge. And also realizing that I can't expect someone else to meet all my needs and make me happy. And I think that often happens too in relationship. I see this a lot where I mean, it's the fairy tale that we're told growing up, right? It's like the Sleeping Beauty is asleep and then Prince Charming comes to kiss her and then her life is magnificent and they live happily ever after, which is not necessarily the case. And so a lot of times women, we will wait for a partner to kind of make us come alive and realizing that you have to do that for yourself. And I think too, I'm sure you see this a lot with with your clients that are overcoming betrayal. Like it really starts with kind of giving yourself the love and that you need and like learning that you can give that to yourself and you need to start there kind of rebuilding this connection with yourself. And once you feel that, then it's much easier to then 
share that with someone else. And, and, you know, but I really want to bring it around to betrayal because so often our self-esteem, let's say it's with a partner or a spouse or, you know, we're in a relationship and we're so hard hit and our confidence, our self-esteem, our, our sense of worthiness, everything just takes such a nosedive. So it's easy to shut down after that because we're assuming, well, you know what? I wasn't pretty enough, desirable, whatever, whatever it is. How do you, how do you work with somebody to have them rebuild that? Yeah, that's a great question. And honestly, the first step that I always kind of help women in this situation with is to, first of all, get clear on what it is that that you even want. I mean, a lot of times it's just being able to move forward because you fall into that survival mode and you're just getting through and taking care of everyone else again. And that's another way to kind of get through the initial shock and disbelief and everything. But really, it's starting with creating a sacred practice around yourself that you can do on a daily basis. And these things can be simple, but like, and I like to have my women create a sensual self-care practice they do every day, because what you can control is your own immediate environment and how you feel in your body. And sometimes that can be as simple as maybe it's just like rubbing your face and soothing your nervous system or some teaching them some breathing techniques to help soothe their nervous system and kind of deal with the stress response and learning how to move through that. And also being able to really, I like to call it emotional theater, where you learn practices to like move through your stress cycles and anger and grief and all these things so that you have a structure in which to process that and give yourself time to do that so that, you know, you know that you're going to be able to have that time to work through those emotions and then get back to your family or life afterwards because you still have to function as you're dealing with this. And so some of these techniques are just so powerful. And then you start to learn how to feel good in your own body. And it can be as simple as that. Like sometimes it is, that is a huge first step is just to be able to sit in your body and feel good in that moment and learning how to do that. Because when everything is chaos and falling apart, then that's something you can hold on to and control. Mm-hmm. And it's so true what you said when you're in survival mode, these are, these things are the last things on your mind. So it's, it's finding, finding that space where you, you feel safe, things are calm and helping yourself create that calm. And I just want to make sure everybody knows this is not selfish. This is self-preservation. And we're so busy giving to everybody else and uh, just figuring, well, you know, whatever. I'll just, I don't need it. I don't, it's not important. Yes, it is. And it's, it's it's so much even more important if I have to say after betrayal, because you, you may not have questioned all these, your confidence, your self-esteem, your worthiness, but you do after betrayal. So you need to rebuild all, all these areas that, that you're now questioning. So what, what happens after that? And so after you get that kind of base level of being able to create, you know, I like, it's, it's very similar to the hierarchy of needs, right? So the first step is, you know, getting to that base level where you can feel safe and good in your body again. And then we will build onto that to kind of bringing in more pleasure into your life. Like how can you do that in the littlest of ways and then build on that? Because for what I find so many times for my clients is they have not even begun to think about that. And it seems like the farthest thing from their mind. Like I, that, that is so far away from where I am right now. <laughs> so mm-hmm, first, mm-hmm. get to that level where you feel good and, and safe in your body. And then you can move forward to like, what gives me joy? Like what lights me up? What even is that anymore? And oftentimes that 
has been forgotten. So it's like reconnecting to that. What brings you joy? What makes you feel good? And doing more of that. And so, and I like to tell, I like to have them like create a pleasure journal. So every day they write down things that give them joy or feel good. Maybe it's just they enjoy the smell of something. Or I, um, you know, and a lot of times it's getting into the sensuality of, of life and just enjoying dropping into your five senses because that is, again, something that's easy to control and you can do it anytime. Maybe you're eating a delicious meal and you stop to like really take in, what does my food look like? What does it taste like? What does it smell like? You know, those kind of things. And, and I love this because this is, it, it can be so simple. Like I, I travel all the time. And if I tell you how I love coming home and I have my, my coffee cup, like just this one cup, it is the most routine thing ever. But I just absolutely love uh, drinking my coffee in the morning out of this coffee cup. And like, it's such a simple little thing, but this, it gives me so much joy and it's just silly but it's simple and i i think if we pay attention to just what are these these simple things that you could just implement throughout your day like what there's what is it about your you know about your day in the morning in the afternoon in the evening that that just makes you happy and and do more of that exactly and it's just rewiring yourself for pleasure that you're worthy of it that you deserve it and that it's a really vital part of life and the more you are making yourself feel good and doing things that you enjoy, and the more, you know, pleasure spills out into other areas of your life, to your family and to your, you know, partners and everything like that. So it's, but it has to come from within. And so I feel like so much of that work is just reconnecting to what it is that you even like and how to do more of that. And then it just starts to build because I truly believe when you are connected to your desire and granted, if you're coming from a trail, there's a few steps to get there, but you will get there. And then you can, it's, it's, it's leading you, right? It's leading you to where you need to be. So it's just reconnecting to that desire so you know where you want to go because we often forget that. So is there someone who comes to mind, like one of, your, one of your clients who came in so completely disconnected, they've been blindsided by a betrayal experience, they feel horrible. And what was the process that, that you took them through so they could completely reconnect with themselves and feel really good again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that the process basically starts. The first step is, you know, getting clear on what you want. The second step is working through these into, you know, the subconscious part of you that's not in alignment with where you want to be. Because oftentimes that shows up in the body and I work a lot with the body is like, okay, well, maybe it's, you get like this steering pain in your belly when you think about what you want. And so it's like working through what's beneath that and integrating all the pieces so that all of you is in alignment with your goal. And that's the integration piece. And then it's working on this, creating the safety, love and belonging in your body, understanding your own body, learning how to give yourself pleasure, learning how to reconnect to that. And then again, moving into following your desires and what's bringing you pleasure and doing more of those things. And I do a lot, you know, I work a lot with practices that help you to do that and practices that help to increase your worthiness and increase your self-esteem and really, really root you in self-love because it sounds like such a vague term or overused term, self-love, but it's so key. Like when you have that innate connection with yourself and respect for yourself, you're going to move from that place and you won't allow certain things in the past that you allowed. You'll have better boundaries you will have more ability to speak up for your needs. And that is so huge, especially in overcoming betrayal because you maybe hadn't been so good at that in the past, but now you are very clear on your boundaries, what you need to take care of yourself and you are going to 
make that non-negotiable. And, and I and it's so true because it's when you when you talk about self-love, it, it really uh, so much of this is a big reframe too. Because even from the beginning, when you're saying about our bodies betraying us after kids. I mean, think about it. We could look at it and say, oh, now I have, you know, this skin, this loose skin, or I have these stretch marks or whatever you're, you're or this extra weight or whatever you're struggling with. But I really invite every uh, mom to look and say, to look at that same body and say, holy moly, this body created life. Like, think about the, the awesomeness of that. Your body created another human being once, twice, three, four, whatever, however many times, like that is, uh, you know, just, just the most phenomenal experience. And not everybody can do that. So, so although you may be looking at the remnants of, wow, you know what, it, it, did, it didn't leave the body, my body with what I had before, but look what you did. So give yourself some slack with that too. You know, is that, yeah, part of like that whole self-love thing. So keep going. I just, I just wanted to make sure I interjected that for all the moms. <laughs> and that's so true. And that's part of it. It's like just loving yourself as you are. And, you know, that is a process, but that's why so many of the practices that you'll learn are just to kind of rewire the way you talk to yourself, the way you look at yourself. And just, you know, honestly, I truly believe that because I work with sexuality, I feel like it's such a missing key and development and growth and personal evolution because it's a part of ourselves that many women have been taught to be ashamed of, to have guilt and shame around. And granted, this it's a big issue for a lot of women or they've always felt uncomfortable in their bodies or their sexuality. And you know, that other thing that you'll hear, you know, with when you have a kid, you'll never have sex again, like all these things, which aren't necessarily true. They don't have to be true. But there is so much guilt and shame around it. And so when you really learn to embrace that part of you, it kind of spreads out into other areas because even not even knowing the correct anatomy is, is an issue for women. I mean, because most, a lot of women aren't taught learning the proper anatomy. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, just little things like that that compound over time and all the messaging we receive. So those come, working through that is huge because a lot of times once you learn to kind of appreciate this part of you, it, it's life-changing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just want to stop you here because there was that chapter in, in Think and Grow Rich – Yes. Napoleon Hill, right? Something about, do you know what I'm talking about? Where mm-hmm. he's, he yep. was talking about desire as a way of just fueling just so many other areas of life and just in that, that connection, that creating that link. Yes. And he's talking about sexual energy and using that for your own involvement. And so I love, that's kind of a part of what I teach is when you start doing these practices and learn how to connect to that part of you, you can use that energy for nourishment because in the Taoist philosophy, this, this gene that you can cultivate it can be transmuted into all different kinds of energy. And when we are depleted on all levels and start depleting all that, that is when we get into, you know, disease and things like that as well. And so obviously huge stress like betrayal can cause all kinds of physical symptoms. And so it's, um, but yes, that's exactly what he's talking about is like using that energy to nourish and to kind of propel your forward in business as well from his perspective. But it could, it's true. You can put it towards anything. Right. And is there one just process or something that you recommend to your clients that you're like, wow, that really works well, so well for all of them. Something that sort of speaks to it. Maybe it's a little more general, but really, really moves the needle. Yeah. And honestly, I think one of the easiest things is 
really dropping into that sensation and learning how to do that and appreciate where you are in the moment presence because that when you're present and you are in your body and you're enjoying all your senses there's such an innate joy in that and that's something that's easy to do you can find success from it immediately <laughs> and so i actually it's i have um my sensuality activation practice and so i can share that with you it's you can just go to amandatessa.com slash sensuality and get that. But it takes you through this process of really doing that. And it's easy and it's fast. And the more you do it, like any practice, you can just drop in. And, you know, I, I know it's so easy to get tricked and fooled by the simplicity of something, thinking, well, you know, that just seems so, you know, ridiculous. All I have to do is be present and that's going to really help me. But there's so much to it. There's just, I guess you're really speaking about mindfulness, about being so completely present and aware to what you're going through. And it's like, it's, it's like you're squeezing more of the juice out of whatever experience you're in. Exactly. And it's so true. And, and especially when you're in that time where you're just trying to put one foot in front of the other, it's such an easy thing to do. And I like simple because I feel like that is truly the way to make changes. You do these simple, repetitive things over time and you, that's, the easiest and most effective way. And especially when everything else is falling down around you, if you just have one little simple thing you can do for yourself, you're more likely to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And these simple things could just be, and you said just tapping into every sense or whatever, you know, whatever you're experiencing and whatever, uh, whatever sense is, would grab more out of whatever it is you're doing at the time. That's just an effective practice. Like I know, you know, just even with me, I'll see a beautiful sunrise or, or sunset and it just, it just takes my breath away. And mm -hmm. I could just put my head in my phone and not notice, but it's, it's something so simple, but it's in that moment where you're just really capturing, uh, just, just the beauty, the beauty that's around us. So is there, I, I'd love to know an experience with one of your clients who was so mm -hmm. completely shut down, you know, and how they started with you and how they left. So not, not just what you walked them through, like, tell me their experience. Yeah. And so I have one lady in particular, her name is Brenda. And she actually, you know, when she came to me, she was in a very, sad situation. She was miserable. She had just left a relationship. She had just had a hysterectomy. She had all these things where she was feeling like she was just falling apart. And so it's, it, we did a lot of just learning to be in her body and feel good in that because honestly, that was so hard for her and being able to accept that she, you know, a lot of women, when they have a hysterectomy, they struggle with feeling like a woman after that, which really you still have all the energetic space there. The energy is still there. Even if you don't have the physical organ, you have an energetic space. And that is something that's powerful to work with. So we did a lot around that. And just, and then from there, she was able to start feeling good again. She was able to start having pleasure again in her body. And then she was able to meet this new man who was much more aligned with what she wanted because she had a higher level of worth. And so now she's got this great man in her life and she's feeling really good in her body and she's taking better care of herself. And so she's pretty much night and day for when we first started working together. And, you know, this brings up a point where I, I've heard from so many women who are just they're postmenopausal and they feel like sort of their job is done they're, and they're, they don't have the same purpose that they had and they, they can struggle with that mentally and emotionally. Um, 
Do you work with women who are struggling in that way? I do. I actually, I love to call menopause a second spring because I feel like there's such beauty and there's a whole nother level of awareness that you can have as a more mature woman because you've experienced so much in your life. So it's kind of a changing your mindset around it because yes, there's physical symptoms that can happen, but there's also things you can do to change those mm-hmm. and to still enjoy a great pleasure in your life. So second spring. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. So Amanda, what do you want everybody to know before we wrap up? So what I'd just like to leave you with is knowing that you can get from this pain of betrayal and you know feeling betrayed by your body or by a situation in your life or by a loved one. And you can get through it. And I love using pleasure as a compass. And so learning how to just reconnect to your body, learning how to feel more pleasure in your body and that leads to finding it outside of you and where and following that pleasure because I feel like pleasure is such a huge key. It's like a vital nutrient. You need your daily dose of vitamin P, mm-hmm. <laughs> daily dose of pleasure. And so finding that will expand into all areas of your life. Oh, terrific. And how do we learn more about you? So you can find me at my website. It's amandatesta.com. I also have a podcast called Find Your Feminine Fire podcast where we dive all into Um, relationships and sexuality and uh, you can find me there as well and as I mentioned earlier the sensuality download where you can walk through that five senses ritual to kind of really be present you can get that at amandatesta.com slash sensuality Amanda thank you so much I know there are so many women who just may have been a little uncomfortable with the, the whole idea of talking about sensuality and pleasure and everything but you 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 really helped um just explain what what goes on and how it's it's a a vital nutrient like you said thank you so much thank you so much of what amanda said had to do with reconnecting to our bodies through awareness and reconnecting to our senses maybe that means taking in the beauty of something you see appreciating the feeling of something soft and cozy or really appreciating how delicious something is stay in touch with amanda by going to amandatesta.com and we'll have her information in the show notes at pbtinstitute.com forward slash podcast here's my biggest takeaway it's easy to lose touch with our feminine fire but it's also not too hard to get it back. And one of the most powerful ways to do that is simply by being present. When you are, you're feeling again. And that's the beginning of reconnecting to all of those areas that have been changed, whether through childbirth, a betrayal, or just time. So I totally recommend you work on being more present, but it's also important to see if your betrayal is leaving some symptoms in its wake. You can find out by taking the post-betrayal syndrome quiz. Just go to pbtinstitute.com forward slash quiz and let us support you. Go to Facebook and join our group, Women Hacking Betrayal, where we give information, tools, and support to help you move forward and heal once and for all. Can't wait to be with you next time. And here's to your breakthrough.